0: There were times. There was a time where we broke up when we were dating.
1: Man, I was out of there. What happened? Oh, uh,
0: Well, well, he 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 wasn't out <laughs> of I was, there. I, was, I put him out was, of there. Put, but I want. I don't want, I, I don't want to I, sound like he I, was out of I there. I was
1: like out of there. I'm not going about
0: like that. <laughs> it, it wasn't because he said. Yeah. I just want to make sure, that make sure, make sure.
1: but I still say she's crazy, she was crazy She's crazy he I
0: did he thought that. I was crazy but but I'll tell you what the situation was so I just want women to know this too because a lot of women don't necessarily know what things trigger them or they may know but I didn't understand who I was yes in my first marriage so during that 14 years I learned myself really well
2: good I never imagined my journey would inspire people all over the world.
1: Hello! My name is Nema and I'm from Zambia, so I love the Dear Future Wifey podcast. For me to see people being so real, so honest, and so true about the real situations in life. I am Natalie from Belgium and I would like to to say thank you. I value your content because
0: it is Christ-centered. You have set a standard in love. Dear Future Wifey Podcast has um, opened my understanding. I highly recommend that everyone, whether you're single, you're married, you're divorced, you're widowed, everyone to go follow this podcast.
2: Continue with me as I discover, uncover, and recover love. I'm Laterra sar Whitfield, and welcome to the Dear Future Wifey Podcast. What's up, Lit family? This is your boy, Leteris R. Whitfield. Welcome to the Dear Future Wifey podcast. Listen, I am so excited to have this couple in the studio today on the podcast. She is the founder of the amazing homeless organization, Where Are You Outreach? And she's also a residential and commercial uh, interior designer.
0: And decorator. I, I was about to say that. Yeah.
2: Okay. She's um, she's a vocalist, national and national
0: recording artist.
2: She's she's a national recording artist, national touring recording artist, mm-hmm. uh, sang with um, a lot of people that you've known, but I, we're not going to we're we're not going to uh, name those people. Kirk Franklin. We're not going to name those people.
0: Okay, background on Marvin Sapp.
2: Oh, okay, Marvin Saps, Fred Hammond, <coughs> uh, Kirk Franklin. Okay. All right. Anything else you'd like to add? Go ahead. go ahead. Well, I was trying to go ahead and I'm trying to introduce your husband. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Let's try that. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, now her husband is an amazing dude. I love this dude. Cause I just watch how he loves his wife and I'm so inspired. Um, this guy is the founder of Owens media production. Um, mm-hmm. when Tisha allows him to run his own business, um, an amazing job <laughs> um and he's also the founder of an organization called fortified leaders where they actually build leaders in today's generation uh, so without further ado mm-hmm. i want to introduce you to tisha and jay wayne owens
0: <laughs> oh wow. <That's> cool.
2: <sighs> tisha
0: <laughs> yes
2: why can i just why can you just let me just <clears throat> introduce you
0: Well, I thought you were leaving out some details. But you,
2: but you didn't let me finish.
0: Yeah, but you weren't telling them who I was.
2: I was trying to, but you just interrupted me. Like
0: you were limiting me.
2: I wasn't limiting you. I was trying to get to it.
0: No, it didn't sound like it.
2: (laughs) Okay, all right. Well, as y'all can see, um, Uh, Tisha is a handful, so I'm really interested in hearing. Huh. Two hands. <laughs> Two hands So yes Straight from the guy Who has to go to bed With her every Two night Two And wake and up just To her every night uh, My God My God This is This is This is gonna be really fun Now you watched the episodes Before haven't you I have As you know Tisha And I don't have to give you A dis- uh, disclaimer But hey Just in case you Jay Wayne In case you haven't Watched the podcast We keep it lit We live intentionally And transparently So we keep it Lit. Okay. All right. Let's Let's do do it. it. So we're going to call this episode second time around. Mm. All right. Y'all are doing something that's so amazing. I know uh, you two been the Christians that you are. Uh, Y'all both been married before and that comes with a lot of stigma and it's gotten a whole lot better in recent years. But uh, during the time that you guys um, had your first divorce that I know it came with a lot of brevity. Mm-hmm. And so I want to discuss that. So let's start with you, Jay. How long ago were you married before you got married to old Tisha over here?
1: Well, let me start off by saying, first of all, congratulations to your show. Oh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you. We, we definitely watched your show and uh, hopefully continue to go forward and uh God behind you and push that thing on through, bro. There it is. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. But to answer your question, uh, I was married twenty years prior to
2: twenty years, twenty
1: years prior to, and then um, I got the wake up call that this is over. Really? Yeah. And then um, I moved to Dallas uh, from Detroit, and 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 the good thing that um, I experienced in my time in between meeting Tisha was people. I'm just gonna call them people. <laughs>
2: It'll keep in general, people. Yeah, just
1: yes, people. Only because um, Jonathan McReynolds, people. Yeah, I people. was kind of going through. <laughs> I was kind of going through a process of the divorce actually ending, and then uh, God setting up for the future. And so, um, coming from Detroit to Dallas, uh, I only met one female, and and that's been a blessing because my record's clean.
0: Who
1: who was that female that you met? Yeah, and who's so, the female? Who's a female? So it was Tisha. Oh, in, 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 in twenty thirteen. <laughs> so so, but to answer your question, it, it was it was tough. It's really tough because you know you have twenty years here, then you have day one here. Yes, you know what I mean. So so you're trying to figure out how to make this work without carrying so much of the baggage from the past and making this person. This person, yes, and and it's it's absolutely impossible.
2: And you will actually fail trying to do that with a teacher because I don't know nobody like this
1: woman. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely three strikes. <laughs> don't ever do that. <laughs> so it was definitely a good. It was definitely <clears throat> an experience for me because um, she's a unique person, not an ordinary person. And from what I heard, uh-huh. you guys know more than I would know, or from, from her past, is that. Many have tried, but many have failed. Oh, they failed. Come on, somebody.
2: They failed miserably. Come on somebody. So let me just be clear. Your first marriage lasted how long? Twenty years. And then between your how long after your divorce did it take for you to meet her? Four years. Four years. So you went through a four year process. Now Tisha,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh oh. Um, how long was <laughs> how was how long were you married the first time?
0: Seven years.
2: You were married seven years. And then how long between that the divorce and meeting Jay Wayne over here. 14 years, 14 years,
0: 14 years.
2: So how were, so what was that like in those 14 years?
0: Well, in, in between the 14 years, there was a guy that I was engaged to prior to meeting Jay Wayne. And we had been uh, separated probably three years before I met Jay Wayne. And the thing about that was in that process, Of waiting, it's really hard because you're trying to figure out who is the person, if they come around again, you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Because once you go through it and you have a divorce, you're no longer thinking any way out the second time. That was my thought process. If I ever do this again, if I ever do this again, I'm never coming out. Yes. So that person. Has to live up to a lot of expectations because sure the mindset is I'm not doing this again. <laughs> so it's got to be for real, right? And so it, it's it's hard on the person that's coming in because they have to live up to that standard, and sometimes that's hard for them. And so my husband, that he was willing, but it was a struggle. A really struggle for him, yeah.
2: Why? What was the struggle?
0: Well, it was it was, it was because. You know, I had different thought processes of what I didn't want to deal with anymore, uh, what I learned from my first marriage. And, and I was big on that, like paying attention to the wrongs and the rights in the first marriage. And so when I saw any type of sign mm-hmm. whatsoever in our dating process, even I was ready to run. So there were a few things that my husband had done where I, I was immediately out because it reminded me or it showed me something that I didn't want to deal with again. So but he hung in there. Even though there were times there was a time where we broke up when we were dating.
1: Man, I was out of there. What happened? Oh
0: uh, well. Well he 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 wasn't out of I was, there. I, was, I put him out was, of there. But, but I, don't want, I I don't want to I, sound like he I, was out of I, there. I was
1: like out of there. I'm not good like that.
0: Crazy. Crazy, man. It, it wasn't because he said. Yeah. I just want to make sure that i sure, clear. Sure. But
1: I still say she was crazy. She was crazy. He did.
0: He thought I was crazy. But but I'll tell you what the situation was. So I just want women to know this, too, because a lot of women don't necessarily know what things trigger them. Or they may know, but I didn't understand who I was Yes. in my first marriage. So during that 14 years, I learned myself really well. Good. I knew what I liked. I knew what I didn't like. I knew what I wanted. I knew yeah. what I didn't want to deal with. Yes. And so when Jay Wayne and I were dating, one of the things he did not do was offer me gas money. Gas. He did not offer me gas money, and after I saw, gas man after I saw <laughs> that was consistent, gas. I said I'm done with him. Come on, gas really? I'm done. My but my Terry, parents gas. Man. I went to my parents. I said we're done. <laughs> if he you would have told your
2: parents yes, that y'all were done. We're done because do not let you-
0: him come back. Yeah.
2: So I mean, so what happened? You were you like stranded? Didn't no. have gas? So
1: no, <laughs> it was the principle in which.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was the a principle. Yes,
1: yeah, the principle.
0: <clears throat> he didn't offer me gas money. What is wrong with him? So you
2: were saying, hey, I'm about to get ready to go, fill up my car, and he didn't say, oh, here's some gas money. Like, like, how'd the conversation? He tr-
0: never offered. Okay, period. So this,
1: so so let's go a little deeper.
0: Period. <laughs> <Yes>. So
1: <laughs> I, so she was living in Desoto. Yeah. I was living in Mansfield.
2: Okay. So, so we were meeting. So when we, he lived yeah. in Oklahoma.
1: I live Oklahoma. in. So
2: for people watching this in other uh, <laughs> other countries or brothers. even other states, Desoto and Mansfield is about twenty minutes away from each other.
0: More like forty minutes.
1: <laughs> right. And brothers put gas in the car. Oh that's, all I, that's all I'm saying. I'm <laughs> just Jesus. don't even worry about it. Trust me.
2: So so she did she ask you at any point to be like, hey, uh, you just, just went straight on. He didn't meet that unmet I'm done. expectation. I'm done. And I'm done.
0: Period. Well, he had come over to pick me up, he thought, and I had gone and sat in the car with him because I had come to the realization that uh after months of us spending time together he had not offered me gas money and the reason why again like I said the distance was long uh uh-huh and then we were meeting up all the time you know like I would drive over to visit him and I felt like as a single mother with two children and him seeing that, I felt he should have offered. It wasn't about the money. It was about the offer. It was about him seeing the situation that I was in and feeling like he wanted to assist. Because for me, if, if he wasn't showing me those kinds of things, I didn't feel like he could take care of me. Right. That's how I felt. And,
2: and they, Go ahead.
0: No, no, no. I was just going to say, and so it started with gas, gas money. So I went out in the car, and I was like, "Uh, so after... Watching this process for a while now, uh, I am seeing that this is coming to an end. Uh, I have enjoyed getting to know you. I mean, it was very straightforward. I was like, I've I've enjoyed getting to know you. You You're a very nice person. However, you were not what I was looking for. I didn't really get into it at the time. I didn't say specifically what it was, and I'll get into that at. Uh, later on into the conversation, but I didn't feel led to tell him specifically about the gas at that point. I just wanted him to know the principal process. Of course, he didn't understand. Uh, I'm sure he was thinking something was wrong with me, but um, I was very adamant about what I had said, and so I remember getting out of the car, and I remember him, you know, kind of saying, you know, why are you doing this? This doesn't make sense, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I went on into the house. And so uh, days after that, you know, he would try to call. He was trying to call that night or what have you. And then he, I remember telling my parents, if he calls, if he comes by, ignore him. He is not to come in. We are done with him.
2: They love him.
0: Yeah. And my mama didn't understand it. She was like.
2: Did you tell her because of gas money?
0: Uh Uh-huh. And what did she say?
2: What was her advice?
0: Everybody was shaking their (laughs) heads. Everybody was just shaking their head. Nobody really had too much to say. You know, I, I remember them both. They know how I am. Yeah,
2: so they know that they if they told you it's so like, they're going to end.
0: no sense of talking to her. Right. Exactly.
2: Let it go. Because she
0: has made up her mind. If she's done with it, she's done. We, we got to move on. About, but well, they didn't understand. I was like we was actually liking him. <laughs> for yeah, for five my, minutes. My mom, yeah. my mom was like, he was such a nice guy. What? Was. Emphasis
2: on was, Mama.
0: <laughs> Emphasis on because was. that's how I am. Like when I'm done,
2: you it, can just cut. You can just cut it straight ooh, off. Like yes. That. Mm. yes. So Jay, so what did you think about when she said that?
1: Well, because
2: she's not telling you why. She yeah. just said that she just doesn't feel like this.
1: Yeah, I, 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 just, I just thought it was crazy. I mean, it was just like you know, for for you to for someone to have that much control over her, their emotions. Yeah. To say I'm done. And don't look back. Literally, don't look back at all. I mean, do not answer the call. I means nothing, brother. Really, the voice in the mail. <laughs> I was done. Done. And so it was just strange to me. And I, I, I was so kinda, up to this
2: point, everything was just perfect. Everything well, was great.
1: It wasn't perfect, but there were some issues. I think there was some. Uh, there was more. Stuff. Some underlying issues. It was, and, and I knew what it was. I kind of knew what it was. I was just still trying to play the game. Yeah. And I had some friends in in the D. That was hanging on to, mm-hmm. and she knew that. But you know, she was just being gracefully let you know letting me go. without I was saying, "Look, Joker, I, I know the real deal, <laughs> and I'm done." Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so that finally came to the top, and and everything kind of uh. came to life and it made sense. Yeah. You know, and so um, in in order for me for us to to move in this relationship, there were some things I had to go look in the mirror. And, That's good. And, and that and that that moment actually was the beginning of my healing process of me, because that night I actually went home in my apartment and looked in the mirror and asked the question, "Who are you?" Good, yes. And 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 then in, I got a lot of answers I didn't like about myself, mm-hmm. and so um, I just broke down and started crying. Yeah. And and that was in 2013. I want to say september october and it was just horrible man it was just bad and so um god knew what he was doing then for for now that in order for us to get here uh seven years later me being the man and the leader of the home i had to get myself together and so you know in our marriage there's a there's a verse we use was called uh until a granny wheat fall to the ground and dies nothing lives Mm. And so that was our scripture for our, our, our wedding. And and I actually used that same that same well, I guess God was using that. And that probably didn't even know then. Yeah. You know, 2013, I mean I was just a joker. Yeah. I yeah. was a good joker. A <laughs> good joker. <laughs> <laughs> I was just a good joker. But <laughs> but you know, her processes I didn't understand because I wasn't used to that. I wasn't used to one just kind of just cutting me off, and like, you know, I'm I'm John Wayne Owens. You don't cut yeah, me, i yeah, cut you. Yeah, exactly. And I got cut. And I got cut bad.
2: And it hurt. And it hurt. Why did it hurt so bad? Was that <laughs> ego or was that it love being challenged?
1: In the mirror that night, I saw ego. I saw arrogance. I saw, I saw um, selfishness. I saw all these things that I was in denial of, of myself. And so, um, you know, that, that pain was so transparent that I had to really just back away. And at the time, I was with Fred Hammond, and so we was on tour. And, you know, on a tour, you have these tour, you know, these bunks. Yeah. And to me, I call them, you know, a silent casket. Yeah. Because it's occurring nice. in you. Yeah. And you got to deal with whatever's going on behind that curtain. Yeah. And so as I'm riding down the road dealing with this situation with, you know, with Tisha, it's like, you know, it's I'm having these little, you know, situations in my bunk. And it, it didn't feel good, man. And But when the tour was over with, things began to get better. And I started making a little small call. Hey. And she go, hello. I said, it, it's, it's China's birthday. Can I mm-hmm. talk to China? It, it didn't
0: happen like that. It did it happen. It was a little more time yeah, between but then. It
1: was from, I'm talking about it from September to December. Oh, okay. So, but I finally got in because of China's <laughs> she's birthday, she's which, is, which is which is our <laughs>
0: daughter.
1: I said, can I talk to China? Can I talk to China? <laughs> China. <laughs> I'm like, thank God for China.
0: <laughs> why would you
2: let them talk to your daughter when you were done with them?
0: No, no, no. That's why I said it was a little bit before that set up to that because what had happened was <laughs> we had gone. It was almost almost a month and a half. That I would not talk to him at all.
2: He would be calling you. Were yes. you calling her during that time? Man. And yes. you wouldn't, did he ever try to pop up at oh, your
1: house?
0: Several times. Yeah. Yes, my parents. Now you
1: know every brother does yeah, a drive by. Yeah, we come got on, to. We got to do a drive by yeah. to make sure it bring, ain't something else.
0: He would bring gifts, he would come in with with candles and flowers. <laughs> do not let him in this house. Man, listen, I bought listen,
1: my, my mother in law some beautiful flowers. So <laughs> I knew I had one ally in the house. <laughs> I had one. (laughs) So answer this then, Jay Wayne.
2: Was all those attempts, was that driven by ego? Or did you have this moment where you're like, I don't want to lose her because I love her?
1: Both. It was both. But also, I I began to see the part of me I never knew existed. That I could go buy flowers or I could do these things because it was always the opposite. It was always about me. That's good. And so, so... You know, when I begin to learn those things about myself through this process, again, God had to cut me to, for, for in order for me to see me.
2: For him to open up a side of you that you didn't know existed. Exactly. Mm-mm-mm. And so you still playing hard. Right. He's bringing flowers and all that stuff. Why? Was I, that you, was I that your past know. trauma?
0: No, I was trying to figure out why was he doing that. <laughs> didn't he hear I said I was done? Oh no, serious. Like. I didn't understand why was he still doing this. I literally was saying it. Why is he still coming over here? I said I was done, but in actuality, there was time that went went by, and during this time, there was some praying and some fasting that went on for me. And let me tell you what he 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 left this part out. He was calling, but not only was he calling, he was leaving prayers on my voicemail.
2: Hallelujah! Yes. Yeah.
0: He was leaving prayers on my voicemail. He would, and I would be looking like, No, he's not trying to pray. She was like,
1: Jesus. Oh, oh God.
0: It's, uh-uh. I was like, Is he trying to put the Lord on me? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he, he would be leaving sincere prayers on the phone. And so there was some time that had gone by. And I remember I started fasting and praying, not for him, but for me, just asking God. What did he want me to do? And I'm going to say in in the last 30 days within that period of time, because it was about a 30-day period that had gone by that there was no conversation at all.
2: Wouldn't answer nothing. He nothing. would pop up at your house, but you wouldn't speak to him no, at the door.
0: I would run from him. If he pulled up and I was getting out, I would run in the house. <laughs> I remember one of the times he came, and I was like, oh, no. I because ran.
1: she was running from love. <laughs> she was running from love. I
0: was not running from no yes, love. she was. I was running from a man that didn't provide gas
1: for
2: me. But he was providing all this <laughs> other stuff afterwards.
0: Afterwards. That's the thing. At well, he this he point, learned. He yes, learned. Yes, yes, he did. That's what I'm saying. But at this point, I was still like, <laughs> no. And so in the fasting and praying, he was leaving those prayers on my voicemail. And I remember hearing from the Lord saying, this time, answer. That's the only reason why I answered the phone. I heard the Lord clearly say, this time, answer. Because all the rest of the times, he wasn't saying anything. And I was committed to my process. Mm. But when he told me to answer, he said, I'll never forget this. I said, hello. and He was like, But you. I can't believe it's you. You you answered. <laughs> he was so shocked.
1: Press that cloud button because that's what you need about <laughs> God made a
0: way.
2: Yes, he did. Uh, he was fasting and praying, interceding for his future wife. Yes, and God had a breakthrough in the midst of the storm. He said, Is it you? Wow. I'm reminded of the. <laughs>
0: <Exactly>. <laughs> Is it you?
2: Boy, let me tell you something. Is it you? That right there, I preach. Yes, it this is. Doctor. Oh my God, yeah. that's good.
0: And that's what happened. And so when I when he heard me talking, he was so sincere. He said, "I cannot believe you answered the phone. I just want you to know that I'm grateful." He, was, he started saying, "I really don't even know what to say now because I wasn't expecting you to answer."
2: Because at this time, he still don't know it's a gas money. Yeah.
0: No,
1: but but when she answered, I I had just we had just ended the tour with Fred mm-hmm. and the Christmas play in Baltimore. And, and there was a moment I never forget it, that uh, I had to tie Fred's shoe, Fred Hammond's shoe. And God said, "This is where you're supposed to be." Mm. And he said, "If you stay here, I can take you anywhere." In the humble
2: position of servant Amen. And
1: let me tell you, I, and, and mind you, I had tied his shoe prior to it, but that was the day that it hit me because all the things prior to that God had been working um, with me and on me. And so I just, friends said, what's up, man? I said, I'm good, man. I couldn't explain to him because he would understand. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, You know, but, but then it opened the floodgates for her. You know, so God was doing things in the atmosphere that we had no clue about to get us, again, seven years later. You know what I mean? So it was just the, it's a, lot, it's a lot of things that I've learned that how God connects dots that we don't yes. know is connecting.
2: Oh, my God. Like that's a that about to have me shout right now, because when God says I know the plans that I have for you, mm-hmm. we if God gave us the blueprint for our lives we'll probably find a way to mess it up but sure. god to start strategically aligning you to meet this for this to be an issue that comes up early on for her to operate in her aloneness to go seek healing and restoration and and guidance through the holy spirit and then you over here doing this and then when he brings y'all back together y'all have some dynamic so from that breakup how long did it take for y'all to
1: get back together
0: I'm gonna say within the, it was another thirty days. Within that next thirty days, he was doing the work.
1: Hold on, but the funny part is this: <laughs> so we get back together, right? <clears throat> and so now Oak Cliff has this process in January, right, where mm. they do this consecration, yeah, consecration, whatever's mm-hmm. called, right? Yeah. So I'm new to all solemn this. assembly, yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool, right? So, so we just get back together, then I get a phone call: we can't talk for fourteen days
2: for solemn assembly,
0: mm-hmm. and and that was a personal. It was along with the solemn Assembly, but I would hear clearly from the Lord on direction, on what I was supposed to do. And I told him, I said, we are not to talk for 14 days. I cannot talk to you. And he was like, what? <laughs> i like, am like,
1: what kind of God <laughs> is that <laughs> <laughs> going to tell you <laughs> that we ain't talked forever? <laughs> and we ain't going to talk another 14 days. You're going to get a bonus program. You get 14 more days. <laughs> 14 more days. <time. laughs> What is that? Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah, Yeah,
0: And it was very hard for him. He was, because he didn't understand. He thought I was trying to discipline him, but it wasn't that. I was spiritually, I wanted to be right. I wanted to be right. I wanted to do this different. I wanted to hear from the Lord in this situation. So whatever I believed I was supposed to do at that time, I was committed to that process. And so for me, during that 14 days, I just spent time in the word asking God about him. Because again, I was done. So I wanted to make sure, I wanted to hear, okay, this is him. Keep hanging in there. Just so understand. early on, did
2: you ever feel like this was the one?
0: I'm not going to say early on. I'm going to say the first night we went out, the Lord spoke to me in the car and said, take him seriously. That's all I heard. Take him seriously. And I went, okay. Because I the first night we had gone out on the way home, I was I'm a dancer in the car, so when the music is on, I'm just riding in the car, you know, <laughs> and I'm doing this, and then I start doing this.
1: Don't say make
0: crying. And then I heard the Lord say, "Take him seriously." It was like he was getting my attention through the tears because I just started crying for no reason. <laughs> I mean, because I was like, hey, "What song did you listen to?" You remember? I, I don't even remember the song. All I knew was I was. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: it went just like that.
1: What did you think when that happened? Well, no, see, we had a, actually it was our first date. Yeah, and we drove separate.
0: Yeah, we didn't uh, ride together. Okay. Yeah, I was on my way home by myself. I didn't tell him that. <laughs> I didn't tell him that. But I was saying to myself, what in the world? Take him seriously. Like I I I just went into prayer. The whole from that point on, but that's why everything he was doing. I would respond to it because it was like, okay, I'm taking this series. He didn't offer gas money. So I would respond to that. But, again, looking back now, it was all a setup just to get us to the place we needed to be because there were some things, like he said, not just for him, but for me also, we had to cut we had to get rid of it because we both have been through a lot. And I know I'm a lot. I'm what you call hashtag too much. (laughs) Hashtag too much and so for me my thing was he's got to be ready for me like I've been through a lot but I'm very vocal and I had to learn how to submit to him again like that was a desire for me I didn't want to just be somebody's wife I wanted to respect the man that I was married to I wanted to honor the man but I I, for me what I was doing was sometimes assisting the Lord and he would be like "Mm -hmm, no no, I don't need you to do that. Explain
2: that. A lot of women may not know what that means. What you mean assisting the Lord?
0: Well, we're always putting our mouth on certain things instead of praying about it. You know, telling them what they need to be doing or what, <clears throat> did you do this? Why haven't you done it? When are we, you know, and it would get bad. It mm-hmm. would get bad for me because there were times still I had areas of weakness where sometimes my emotions will overtake my needing to be quiet, but I'm still learning that. And and I confess it. And and I allow my husband to tell me, I like request this on a regular basis. Tell me what's wrong. I am not a person that doesn't want you to not tell me what's wrong. Yeah. I need to hear it. I want to change. Yes. I want to be better. But if you don't give me that in my mind, I am perfect. Not that I am, but if you don't <laughs> say that I'm, If you don't tell me otherwise, I don't know that something is hurting you or offending you or you don't like it. If you don't give me a reaction, if I don't see that you did something different and you're just being the same, then I'm feeling like what I'm being is good.
2: One of my favorite songs is by Fantasia and it's called Teach Me. Mm. And it says, teach me how to love you. Show me I'm willing to learn. Yeah it says following every instruction i'll be a scholar mm. when we are done and that's what i believe that merit should be about is to learn mm-hmm. to be a student of your mate yes. and after it's all said and done that you're a scholar and it's a continuing education program. You're, you're never going to fully understand that person because as they evolve, then you're learning new things right, about them. Right. But if you say, listen, I'm signed up for this continuing education course for a lifetime, mm-hmm. then you're going to be learning them and it can be a fun journey. One thing that I love doing mm-hmm. is learning new things. So um, I love when I see couples take Take it as a mission to learn yes, each other and yes. say, listen, this is a privilege to get to know you and uh, to to build you up exactly. and to support you in any way you need support and to make it custom to that person. Because oftentimes we get into a relationship and we say, oh, I know what a woman needs. Mm. And you start doing for that woman like you did for the last woman. And she's like, I don't need right. this. What are you doing? This is not even my love language. Right. Like you over here serving <laughs> me. What is your love language?
0: Quality time. Quality time, that's a big deal for me. And another thing, like, you just said something that made me think. I remember one of the situations with my husband. Like, my husband, we have different times as far as day and night, who goes to bed early, who stays up. I'm a night person. He has learned to become a night person with me, but that wasn't who he was. Yeah. One of the things he would do, and he still does sometimes, he gets up quiet or he... He tries to get around the house without waking me up. Well, I sleep through everything. But apparently in his first marriage, she slept quietly where she could hear everything. Because he would always say, I don't want to wake you up. And I would would go, you're not going to wake me up.
2: When I'm out, I'm out. I'm in a
0: coma. You can turn the lights on if you want to.
2: You can move all the furniture out of the house. You can do
0: whatever you want to. But I'm just saying, those were things that we had to talk about to... Uh, I, I had to constantly remind him, babe, that really, and I still do sometimes because he still will do it. He won't turn the lights on. I'm like, you know, you can't iron in the dark. But what
1: <laughs> I've been doing it for years,
2: <laughs> I'm
1: getting good at. It. He rubbing, touching the wrinkles. He
2: like,
0: come he on, said, He said, "Stevie
2: wanted to do it, I can do it." You he know, said, and I do
1: say that. Yes. I said, Stevie can do it, I can <laughs> do it." it
0: and i like, "It's not bothering me." Oh god! <laughs> but but uh, you know, I'm like, gonna
1: tell you, th- th- and this to to add to her point is that I I told her years ago that if 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 I'm from Russia and you're from China, and, right. we, and we're in Dallas and you speak in Russian I'm speaking Chinese so we got to learn how to speak Dallas language yeah and that takes time yes because if i'm talking too fast or too slow in my you know my my native language and we talking about English now so i'm talking fast English and you still ain't understand <laughs> what i'm saying right you know what i mean so that's real so there's a lot of things that we had to really slow down and dial back way back not back in the past but back within our own selves. Yes. To say, let, let me see what he well, what she's saying. Not like I heard it yesterday, but today. And then what I don't understand, ask. Yes. And then and then be okay in asking questions without fear and trepidation. Because there it you is. can you can ask questions in fear. I've done that. Me yeah, too. he did
0: that for a while.
2: Me too, and I've been there.
1: Because I don't, I, I want the answer, but I don't want the reaction from the answer. Yes.
2: Oh, that's good. This will bless a lot of men, and it should bless a lot of women. I want you to say that again. You want it, what?
1: I, I, I want to ask the question, hoping that the answer would be answered without fear or a backlash of what I think or how I think it should go. Yeah. And if it goes just the opposite way, now I got that situation I was asking plus one more. There it is. It's called a plus one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and if, if, if you don't take care of the plus one, because now you haven't dealt with the one, then now you got a plus layers, two. It
2: just layers and layers and, and layers. So and so, now you have to, a whole argument.
1: But listen, to avoid all of that,
2: just don't ask the just question, just don't ask the question, which is the path most men choose. Mm-hmm. They're like, I just don't want to talk. And you are be like, What's going on? I don't, I'm good yeah. because they're so afraid to open up a can of whatever you don't even right. know what it is. It's like going and open up a cracker Jack box and you don't know what the prize is, right. and you hate to open it up, and it's a whole gag gift, you know. And so, where did that come from? What made you start realizing that that was an issue that you had?
1: Well, well, again, people told me. Are you sure you want to make a shirt <laughs> I don't know why they asked you. That. So, I mean, I mean, I, listen, oh, Terry's gonna tell you. It, it was this is this is the day right here. I, I got to tell you about this day. Nobody <laughs> knows about this day. She has one picture of this day. She showed me, I think, last night. But when I first came to her mother's house, I didn't know what was what was going. You know what was going to happen that day. <laughs> So I go to the the big family movie room, right? And all these people in here, Kurt Franklin and to everybody in this house, right? think who are all these? I don't know these people. I knew Kurt from a tour, but I didn't know all these other people. And so I'm just here chilling, you know, eat dinner, they feed me, you know, it's all nice and bubbling. All of a sudden, it became question Q&A moment.
0: He was on trial.
2: Y'all man. set him up like that? Yeah, man. Why y'all, why y'all do that, man, like that?
0: Because I had not been with it, I I wasn't getting married. At what
2: stage? What stage was this?
0: This was we had only been seeing each other maybe a few weeks. Yeah,
1: it was it was early.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe <laughs> it's it like but, early for but, me. But the thing about it is, when my family knew that if I was bringing a man then to the house, then it's serious. Everybody's like, what time do we need to be there? Like everybody called and was like, what time do we need to be there? Like it was like that. It was like man, an announcement. It was at
1: least fifteen people in that room. <laughs> I, this is no lie. <laughs> You
2: had no idea. You walking in here, they fatten you up, feed he, you. But see, he was like,
1: "I'm about to come but see, eat but see, but see, the thing about it was, Ma's house is a house where you come and you just have fun. Yeah, yeah. Relax. But I didn't know I was getting, I was getting set up for the one. That <laughs> you, you was the pig getting fat for slaughter. Because I was like, I'm, like I'm having a fun like everybody else. But they don't know. But I didn't know that it's going to come to, a, you know, a Q and A moment. And who's
2: the first person to fire off a question?
1: Kurt Franklin. Yes. I know he always he Kurt did Franklin. that. Too. Mm-hmm.
2: He did that to his uh, brother-in-law. Yeah, was, we at, at, I was like, "Ooh, Lord, it got heated that day." We was at the karaoke thing, and he just started firing off questions. I was like,
1: this, oh, I was getting uncomfortable." So it, it was it was it was a, quite an experience, you know, for us. And those same people now we love each other, you know, yeah. to life.
2: They become your the accountability partners. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, they're they're good people, but you know, we had to learn our language, you know, our own language, not from yesterday. Yeah. Not from, you know, with someone, because I cause I, always, I would tell her, you know, you, you have a lot of things that you're, you've you dealt with that I can see and you expect from me, and I will never be that person. Yeah,
2: that's good.
1: And and I can only be the best me today, and tomorrow, hopefully I'll live and I'll do better. That's good. But, but that took a time for her to accept, because the bar was extremely high, and I said I'll be... Until my death reaching that goal. (laughs) But I will die trying.
2: What did they say after that? After that encounter, that meeting, what did they say about him?
0: Well, everybody thought he was a nice guy. Um, My mother, my my grandfather's name is Maurice. He's going to be with the Lord. But my husband looks like my grandfather. So, my mom just kept saying, he looks so much like my dad. Oh, my God. Wow. And so, and then my other relatives were saying the same thing. They were like, he looks just like Maurice. That's my grandfather. Dang. And so, they thought he was kind. They thought he had a sweet spirit. And that was pretty much it. Um, Kirk, of course, was, I'm not going to say the words he used, (laughs) but he was a little more hesitant because he acts as my big brother. And so, he was. And y'all history
2: go back. Over 20, 20 years, years
0: yeah. yes. Yeah, so his thing was, he knew what I had dealt with. Exactly. in My first marriage, he was there the whole time. Uh, he knew the 14-year period in between. So whoever this person is... that better be the one. Yeah, I, I'm really digging into it and looking into it. So, you know, he didn't have much to say at that point, but he was just making sure that it was known that he had his eyes on him and he was paying attention.
2: How important is that? How, is it, how important is it for a woman to have a circle of influence.
0: It's very, it's very important. It's a covering because again, the man that's coming into the woman's life, they do need to feel a sense of, I need to make sure my game is up. Yes. You know, you don't want to come into a situation where, where, where the man doesn't feel like there has to be some accountability (laughs) because he can treat you however he wants to. With no consequences. And if you don't have, a strong nature about yourself Or respect for yourself Then you can be easily influenced Into getting into a situation that's not so good that's So I, I definitely Recommend there has to be A father figure, a brother, an uncle A cousin, somebody that that man Has to be accountable to Because he needs to know that oh, people yes. are watching So
2: Jay Wayne You went through all this To win her heart At what point did you know that this is the woman that you want to spend the rest of your life with? Because you already told you, ain't going to be no, no take backs, none of that. We, when, we, when we get into this, this is for a lifetime.
1: This goes going to sound crazy, right? But when I first saw her.
2: Really? hmm
1: I remember the day I first saw her. I, okay. Mind you, I had been through some stuff, right? And so, and I, I had just moved to Dallas. It seemed like there was nothing here in Dallas. <laughs> So I was at. When you say nothing, nothing you're talking about prospects. Wife. Yeah, it's like, yeah. like, this is crazy, man. Uh-huh. So um, so I'm, I'm, I'm with Fred. We work in the studio, and, and you know, of course, she's a designer. And so she walks through the door. And I said, oh <laughs> my God, she's the one. And I didn't even know her. Didn't know nothing about it. I looked her down from head to toe. And said, "She the one. I said, she's fine. <laughs> And I want her. And I want.
0: Her. <laughs> that's so funny.
1: And, and, and that's the truth, man. I was done, man. I was. It was a wrap. How long did it take you to
2: try to, you know, approach her?
1: <clears throat> I approached her for three days, and she never saw not one.
0: <laughs> never, never paid him any attention whatsoever.
1: What was you saying? To
0: well, he was trying to assist me like I was there working. So yeah. he would ask me could he bring stuff to the car, <laughs> and things of that, but I'm thinking he just helping. You know, so I'm not paying him any attention. He said he had broken up with me 3 times
1: <laughs> on Facebook.
0: Before we had even spoken to each other, like before I even knew he liked me, he was like I broke up with you 3 times. <laughs> <Isn't> That's crazy. <laughs>
2: So you would just you just walk with blinders on.
0: Yes, because when I'm at work, I'm so focused. Like I don't care who it you you have to be straight up in my face. And and even when I got married to my husband, he would tell me that there were other people around me that he would see that was trying to, to move get your in. attention. But I didn't, see, you didn't him. see none of it. No, he was like, babe. <laughs> Come on. And I was like, I'm so serious. But he knows that because that's how I was with him. Right. It's like when I'm in a zone, if I if I feel like people are helping me, that's what they're doing. They're helping me. He's like, no, they're not. I'm <laughs> trying
1: to get gay. And I was going no points. Zero.
2: <laughs> so where did you grab me and be like, hey, listen, I like you.
0: No, it wasn't him. It was so his friend. Every, Go ahead and tell
1: it. So in every basketball team, there's a You got a point you guard, a point guard. <laughs> exactly. yeah. So my point guard kicked in. Yeah. <laughs> said, said, So which is Ray Hammond, Fred's brother. Yeah. So he actually, and I didn't know he called.
0: Mm-hmm. I didn't tell him. He
1: called, and, and and Ray didn't tell me that he called I love her. Ray. So Ray <laughs> called her and said, hey, my boy trying to, you know, holler at you. What's going on? You and know, I'm get, like,
0: what boy? <laughs> He's like. The guy that's been helping you every day, I said, "Okay, who is it?" And he was like, "John." I was like, "I don't know who John is." He's been
2: sitting in your face the whole time. You didn't even know his name? No,
0: no, I didn't know. I had never asked him anything about himself, and he that's was he, he was talking to me, and I was trying to figure out why is he talking to me? Like I literally was saying that. Why is he having a conversation with me? I am trying to wait Like literally. <laughs> Cause he was, he started telling me some personal stuff. Yeah, he's like,
2: "Why is he telling me all this?"
0: Yes, I was going. Why is he telling me this? Like, mm. I was, and or I'd be trying to figure out how to walk out of the room Why without you being disrespectful. Yeah. Like, okay.
1: So when, so when Ray, so when Ray, so when Ray finally made the call, yes. And oh then she said, like, "I guess she kind of figured out. Well, let me see who this guy is."
0: Yes. Right? Well, Ray said he's going to bring you your check tonight. Right. Because they owed me a check. And he was like, he's going to bring you a check tonight. And I said, okay, well, I'll see him when he brings me the check. So he brought the check. And this is exactly what happened. He he walked out to the car. I was in my car. And I rolled down the window. And it was night. So it was like 8 p.m. or something like that. Because I remember it being dark. And the street light was on. And he walked up to the car. And I went, hmm, he kind of (laughs) fine. How did I miss him? That's exactly what I said. He kind of fine. (laughs) <laughs> how did I
1: Drop the mic. Blue blue. <laughs> that,
2: that is interesting how blind like or focused we can be. I'm yeah.
0: telling you, you just miss it because I had never looked at him good enough to even see what he looked you like. You him pass passing. Him. Yeah, he was I was trying to figure out what was he doing. Like, why was he even trying to talk to me? Because when your mind says that you're not open, yes, you, be, you yeah. can't see. You can't right. see nothing. You just can't see. see.
2: Ah, that'll preach. That'll yeah, preach. That's true. So he looked at him and said, mm, he fine. I said, mm. Then how did your mind shift from that moment?
0: Well, then he asked me, could he call me? And I gave, I said, well, here's my business card. And he was like, "Oh, she's so bougie.
1: <laughs> I said, she gonna give me a
0: business card? <laughs> It's 2013.
1: We don't, yeah. Just give me a number. Give me a number. Put in the, the phone. My <laughs> here's my card. Here's my card.
2: How do people call my so we
0: pee. still like business? Because yeah. you're fine, but I don't know you like <laughs> that. Still, I don't
1: need no coverage you work. I'm good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he says, I am not trying to have you work for my, and, and design my spot. I'm trying to get to know right. you. Only you. We're not going to play these games.
0: And so tell them how you stalked me on... Facebook.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> so for these three days, man, you know, I had to go I went through the history of everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Because all the old pictures were still alive, right? So mm-hmm. so I kinda watched her history and it kinda watched her and I, I kinda fell in love with the pictures and the person yeah. because you know it's if you have any type of discernment, you can kinda you can know see. by the eyes you of can a see. person. And so I was reading the eyes of her each picture right and so that's what kind of kind drew me in to whereas when I would fall in love the next day I would break up because she would ignore me so each day <laughs> I would go home fall in love get up break up
2: Yeah, go, go to work and be like I don't want to be with her no more not, I don't, don't want to be with her no more Go back home Man she got on my nerves Let me go look Man hey, she's so beautiful Oh look at oh, all the kids Oh I guess China was about 12 At this time Oh my god So precious Oh look at her son That's so amazing Okay let's see Oh he's playing sports now This is so great Oh this is going to be My family one day Coming there. Hey how you doing Tisha I don't even want to be With her no more forget her
1: That's, exactly that's what pretty much The story Yeah bro.
2: <laughs> that's real, and so y'all dated for how long before you said, "Here, will you marry me?"
1: Oh, we we dated for not too long because there was prerequisites for her to to to, to be with her. She was not going to be dating forever. Yep, that's good. And that's and, good. And the background of OCBF—they trained their women that way. They sure do. Where you know it, it don't take a long time to for a man it. to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And thanks to Dr. Evans for that. But so. Um, we I I got it. I got it.
2: I love that about that. I just thought about that when you just said that. That is so true. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I didn't think that y'all was indoctrinated into that ideology. Oh yes.
0: Oh yes.
2: Okay. What What did he say? What What was that? A sermon series that he did, or what was that? Because I know you grew up in that church.
0: I did. Well, it was so many times through different sermons that he talked about just courting and you know, the man coming after the woman and the whole process of the relationship. So we heard the process over and over again over the years through different sermons, through different messages or conferences or what have you. So he would always say a man knows what he wants. It doesn't take long for him to figure that out. And, you know, again, when you come out of a marriage, you have learned These things that you are not going to do again. And prayerfully, you stick to those things. Yes. And so that was my commitment. It was like, as fine as he was if he didn't meet these standards these spiritual standards yes. and what i know to lead to a good thing then i can't do it so that was my stance on it it wasn't you know again it wasn't about him personally it was just there's some right things i want to happen this time that's real and so that was my process and i told him that early on i'm not i'm not into dating so <laughs> so
2: what was long in your opinion
0: I don't think it was necessarily, I was thinking long. I just felt like you will know soon. I'm going to, I'm not hiding anything. I was an open book. Yeah. I shared what I did do, what I didn't do, what yeah. I don't like. I was, I didn't hide anything. Yeah. So I didn't give him anything to have to question. It was like, he knew who I was. Yeah, he's
2: going to want me you don't. Yeah. That's because how I, that's I, how I live.
0: I'd lied so much in my first marriage. I, I was pretending to be this amazing person that I didn't even know. She so, said that
2: i didn't even know right so
0: he so he was always trying to figure out who did i marry because i didn't even know who i was yeah that's good where with him i knew who i was so i said he is going to get an open book and he will make the decision and and i felt like he would, i would know quickly just like when i came up with that thought process that i had i felt like he would too
1: and and, and so uh when me when, when i finally asked uh, for her to be my wife, there's a process before that. Had to go to her father, mm-hmm. and I had to go to Ma and Rev and the whole process. In <clears throat> my first marriage, I didn't do that.
0: But he wasn't. He wasn't. That yeah. was a request. Yeah, like that wasn't his thought process. Yeah. Just so I want to make sure yeah. people know that that was, I. And this was why I said in my first marriage I regretted that my first husband did not go to my father. He did not do that. And I felt burdened by that my entire marriage. Mm. My father mm. never said anything to me about mm. it, but I felt a inner burden Yes, because I wanted his blessing. And I told him instead of asked. him. I didn't ask him, and he didn't ask him. And I could hear his um, somewhat, he couldn't understand why he didn't get that privilege. And he never said it. Like I said, I just felt that for him. And I said, if I ever... Do this again. And that was one of the prayers I asked the Lord. I said, Father, I feel like I failed you in my first marriage. I'm praying that you give me an opportunity to bless you in a new marriage. Mm. Because I just knew I didn't do it good the first time.
2: Mm, mm, mm. So you you knew he was going to propose to you, or did you say, hey, if you ever decide to Proposing me, this is what you need to do.
0: That's exactly what I said. If you ever, whenever you decide that I'm your wife, I'm going to need you to talk to my father first. You will have to have a conversation with him and get his blessing. And
2: and you went and talked
1: to him. Went and talked to him, and um, it was it, it, it gets it goes deeper because Pastor Evans is also part of this process. So yes. yes. sure is yes, and so I had to go talk to Pastor Evans, and that was totally out of my game.
0: It's like
1: <laughs> Uh oh
2: like talk
0: to <laughs> the pastor.
1: Come on, really. <laughs> You know. And he
0: still had player on him, too, now. Yeah. In and the Lord, but on player side.
1: Yeah, because, because... Holy Ghost player.
0: You yeah. know? I
1: think Pastor Evans kind of knew, too, though. Yeah. He had to, yeah, he was, he was pretty sharp. Because after we talked and then um, asked for her, you know, to be my wife, well, she hesitated. And then, I think two weeks later, she said, no, nah, I can't do this. I can't do this. And so my world just dropped and so we had to go see Pastor Evans. And then he and he said, Well son, if, if she's not ready, she's not ready. And and waiting won't be that bad. But if she's to be your wife, she'd be your wife. And I am like, Dude, really? <laughs> you know, and mind you, I'm still I'm still kind of new in Dallas. So yeah. um, so I don't know him like yeah. that. But you know, hindsight, I, I respect the game now because I understand why. So that's in uh, 2014 of July. No, in May because we had July date.
0: Mm-hmm. They we got supposed to get married, and in, we cut in, that off in 2014.
1: So now <laughs> we didn't break up. We just didn't get married. Yeah, I
0: was like, no, we're not ready. Yeah. And
1: so was that
2: after you had a conversation with Pastor uh, Evans?
0: No, it was it was a pro- it was a process just during that whole time. Yeah. Pastor Evans was who I had gone and talked to to let him know where my heart was, and he was like no confirm you know you're not ready. Yeah.
1: And he brought me into the table, he said you're not ready. Well, he said I'm not ready.
0: Right. I'm thinking I am
1: ready. You don't know me like that, bro. <laughs> like you, don't you don't even don't know me. me. And I mean, know. that's my yeah. that's my 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 back in the day yeah. feeling. Yeah. Know? Um but he was right. I wasn't ready. And then there were some more things that I had to process. That's and, good. And and 6 months later, you know, December seventh 2014, we get married.
2: I was at you wedding and stuff
0: Yes you were, let's say yes
2: yeah, that, that wasn't the yeah. wedding, that was a production <laughs> Yeah, oh, that,
1: that I watched
2: That you watched, you was like oh I this is nice
1: This is great, what's going <laughs> I mean, on here Oh I'm an actor
2: in it, right. okay play what What's my script, what is my script
0: Because he was saying I don't know any of these people In this wedding Because
1: I had best men that I did not know <laughs> I said my name is John And you are who?
2: Jay you said you had you had best <laughs> men that you didn't know. Did
0: not know man. these he people, groomsmen. Yeah, he met. yeah.
2: Teach, how you gonna put some groomsmen on that, that he don't know?
0: Well, it was because I had <laughs> I knew all my girlfriends had to be in the wedding, so they had to have some men. So I was like, baby, I got the men. <laughs> I got you hooked up. And and the crazy the the, the part was oh, weird. Like so. He like, said, hey, my name is
2: Jay Wayne. Okay. you, huh? you are? What's
1: your name? Oh, okay. What do you do? Oh, nice to meet
2: you. Nice to meet you. That's, that's, that's cool. Well, welcome to my wedding. Um, um, Basically, I like to take long walks on the beach. Um, my favorite meal right. is her mom's sweet potato pie. Exactly. I that's love cool.
1: that. Oh, um, God.
2: Well, I guess you <laughs> just.
1: And I'll see you later. I'll see you, later. I'll no. see you at 3 7.
2: You were like, doing that so well. It's like, who does that? that is so, Teach, we do. Teacher just say, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. <laughs> I have
1: one responsibility, and that's to be there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just come. I got just it all figured sure out. make sure your
1: hair is cut
2: you look nice.
1: <laughs> that's it. Just, you can do that. <laughs> And follow the script. <laughs> follow the right, script
0: because she had a script. It's all produced. She had
2: a script. <laughs> yeah. Who officiated your wedding?
0: Dr. Tony Evans and then yeah. Pastor Gibson did yeah. the communion and prayer. Right.
2: I don't know why I cried when you walked down the aisle.
0: Because you saw how happy I was.
2: It was the. It was like I was like, oh my god. And they
0: played oceans. They played the ocean's worship song. Yes. So that I think that also That's what it
2: was. It was a worship moment. Yes. It was a worship experience. Yes. That's what it was. Cause because my I'm triggered by worship. Mm-hmm. Like when I hear worship, my I yeah. it just takes me in. And that's what it was. And of course I knew who your ex uh fiance was mm-hmm. and all that. And so I was just like I love to see the journey. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I Mm -hmm. love to see people's journey. And then I love to see them get it right. You know what I'm saying? Because we can choose what we want to choose and we can make it work. But when you humbly submit to the process that God has you go through, Mm -hmm. then God says, I got you. So for you to be able to say that God told you, take him seriously. And even though he wasn't refined at that point. That God knew the plans that he had for him yes, he and he did. said if you just take him seriously listen this is a guy after my own heart mm-hmm. I know he's not what you want him to be right now mm-hmm. but he he listens to me yeah. so so let me just keep being the father to him as I keep fathering you yes. and then I'm gonna bring y'all together that's and it. that's exactly what happened. That's it. but oftentimes we abandon the process the good thing about it is that you didn't sacrifice your standards right. you created standards and you said this is what I want and for any man willing to he wants don't you? He goes, okay, now let me, let me figure this out. Okay. Let me talk to this person. Okay. Prayer. Uh, hey, Tisha, I know you're not answering the phone, but <laughs> I just want to leave this prayer with you. Heavenly father, I, you know, you just start yes. you just start leveling up. You just be like, I got to get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, <whatever. laughs> and prayer changes that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, it's you, you answered. Oh God. God. God, you're awesome. Ah,
1: no, you say there's a, there's a God somewhere. There's a God. There's oh, a God somewhere.
2: Okay, now what should I say? I didn't like think this part out. Come I didn't on, think man. This part Stop out. Talking. I, I didn't think this part out. I didn't think she was gonna answer. Um, hi, um, your voice sounds beautiful. <laughs> be just, that's it. He'd You'd Be like, oh, oh how you doing? Um, how's China? <laughs> I always gotta go back to China. How's China? <laughs> like, yes. Yeah just be nervous but that's when you know you are in love yes you know and he didn't even know what it was at the time right he just because you know as men we got to overcome this ego you yeah. be like because the first part is the pain we 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 respond to pain before right. we respond to love and so from the pain stamp did she just reject me did she not know I am Jay way you know what type of women I can get really, girl I ain't got to just deal with you there's some, there's some uh, other chicks they might not be in Dallas but I got some in some other cities and some other states don't right, get it twisted right. don't you Get it twisted, but dang, I miss her. I love her, man. You know, I just and then so that part starts coming, and then when you have those the beautiful things you said early on, Jay Wayne, is that you had a conversation with yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good, and and I'm gonna tell you also because you know, although I can't again these pictures now. Yeah, these Facebook pictures tell a story of who this person is. Yeah, and so and I know what I needed in my life. I needed that person who came with. Um, creativity came with uh, a thought process of, of, of how to and what if. And then it challenged me because I don't like to be challenged. <laughs> I don't like to be challenged, but I needed to be challenged to where God wants me to be. There it is. And so, and so, and even today, she still challenges me, but now I, ha- I, know, I know how to control it where it doesn't offend me, Yeah, but it helps me. Now, I don't do like quickly. I have to go through my moments. Yeah, of course. You know, like, okay, okay. Yeah. You know, babe, <laughs> Or I or 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 I may rephrase the same thing in my words, but she actually just said
0: it. He does that often. Cuz it so, has to be my idea. <laughs> right. so, he does that often. Yeah. So, what do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah, what do you think about that?
1: That's so, fine, babe.
2: And he was like, "Good." You made me feel good. <laughs> felt like I, I'm a problem solver here because you ain't finna just be running the household. I know you can run it, but I'm going to push the buttons. You're going to tell me what the button to push, and I'm going to push no, it, but yes. just know it. it wouldn't got pushed had I not pushed this button. <laughs> That's true. That's how men are. Oh, yeah, we just boy. be like, let us let us lead. So um, you said that early on that you wanted to submit. Yes. So what, at what point in the relationship, was that a tug of war early on in the marriage? Or did when you say, when I say I do, I'm submitting?
0: Well, it kept being opportunities for me to practice. He didn't know what I was doing because in his mind, he felt like I was probably being selfish. Like, for instance, say, for instance, bills needed to be paid or different things needed to be taken care of. I could assist. I said, no, not because I didn't want to, but because, again, I saw what happened in the first marriage. Mm -hmm. And I saw little things that caused my first husband to feel like he was losing his role. So I had to start saying, I'm a note taker. So I would write down different things that I did that I saw changes in him. Where even though this was a new husband, my mindset was, but he's still a man. So this, this is a man thing. So if I, if I start assisting in these areas, I have a tendency to take them over. I have a tendency. He, he will think that I'm supposed to assist because by oneness, you are supposed to assist. And then even hearing other ministers say, you know, you guys should do that together. But I would always hear the Holy Spirit say, but not you. There it is. You, you don't do that well. So, you don't do anything because if you get in it, you're going to take it over at some point because you're going to feel like they're not doing it the way you want it. Yes. You don't like how they're doing it. So, in, I'm sure he, we've never had this conversation. This is probably even his first time hearing me say this. But there were particular things that I totally said, I'm not helping him. I can't help him right there. I can't do that. And then I'm sure in his first marriage he was used to somebody doing that, yeah. doing that. But for me, my spirit is takeover.
1: That's and good. He
0: knows this. He's even said, "I rebuke Babe, you,
1: it in name of." Yeah, You yeah.
0: you know that you will get in a situation. Anybody's. It don't have to be my husband. It could be, <laughs> be a party happening. Oh, come on. We need to turn the lights on. We we need to get this party started. You know, like why is the music? That, you know, like I'm I'd be like,
1: "Babe, babe."
0: Right. That's just my my mindset. She
2: going to just start somebody else's wedding. Yeah, hey, I need yeah. y'all to hurt me. Get, yeah. like, hey, hey, guest.
0: hey. Why don't we have roses on the floor? She like, should have five thousand roses. T- t- no, I'm
2: talking shirt t- 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 You're supposed to be a, you're a guest. Right. <laughs> yeah. Can you go yeah. sit down in the chair somewhere?
0: But but that's that's that part of me that it's about getting it done and getting it done right, not just getting it done. I want some goodness happening. So for me, I had to. The Lord would constantly say to me, "No." No, don't you do it. Don't do it because I didn't understand the boundary yet. I hadn't figured that out. I'm, I'm still learning. I'm getting there because <clears throat> even he will see over time I slowly can contribute a little bit more to this and that. But it's not that I didn't want to. My thought process was, but if I do some kind of way, I tend to make the person feel like they can't do it.
2: So answer this, what happens where we just don't have those conversations? (laughs) Why is it that you just never said that instead of him probably feeling um, rejected in that moment, then you say, hey, listen, I know you probably feel like this because, again, he has a story, too, Mm. that he's accustomed to getting this from his ex-wife or doing whatever. Then he feels like you may be combative in that area. Instead of just saying, hey, listen, I really want to do this for you because I love you and support you. But this I have a takeover spirit and I will do this.
0: I didn't ever feel led to have those conversations with him because I also felt like, too, those were areas, and and I don't want to call them weak, but somewhat those were areas he needed to still grow in. So I felt like if you give a person an answer sometimes, they don't get to go through the experience. They don't get to understand the process of how they got there even in the fact of his growing to leadership and him accepting his role. I feel like if I would have said that, then he would just always have that, oh, this is... She's I'm to not me, doing it right. She's and trying uh, to make me be the man. You know what I'm saying? Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's would like, you have felt like
1: that, Jay? I don't, I don't think I would have felt like that. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I probably would have said. See, that's hindsight, you know? Yeah. Right. So yeah. I don't know, but I would... I guess sometimes it's some things you do want to know, some you don't want to know. Yeah. And
2: and in and, and, and no way your partner knows which one you right. want to know and don't want to know. Yeah. Right.
1: So, you know, I, I probably would have had some resistance because of who I am. Yeah. And then knowing she had to take over spirit. So I probably would have read it all the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So So that's why the guy told you not to say. Yeah. (laughs) especially then, because it is, it's it's taken some,
0: Mm -hmm. a long
1: time for her to accept, um, her role in the marriage and she's done well. We've done, I've done a lot of coaching with her. Yes, he has. Spiritually coaching, not, not, not so much changing a person. Yes. Because I, 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 I tend to always try to deal with spiritual principle practices. Th- that's, that's my thing. If it's, if, it's, if it's a principle, let it be spiritual. Let's practice it every single day. That's good. You can't go wrong with that. That's good. And so, so when we talk, we talk about spiritual principle practices. Let's try it this way. Because we know what this way going to
0: bring, and he does that often. That's good. He does that often. That's
1: you know, good. And so, and so we, so we are practicing speaking the truth in love, and and most couples don't do that. No, they just they just, they just hold say it.
0: it. <laughs> no, no, I don't hold it. You just I say, just it, say it, it however it come out. Yes, and, and, and that's was, my
2: flaw. So that's what I, that's what, that's a part of my growth yes. before I get married again is to learn how to say stuff. Yes. Don't say it just because I'm very blunt. Me too. And so I just say it without even thinking. Because I'll be like, you know, my heart ain't trying to destroy you. I'm just telling you the truth. Instead of saying, no, cover it in love. So that's the principle I'm walking in to say you can tell somebody the truth without destroying them in the process. And uh, so you had that problem.
0: I had it big time. (sighs) But I can say about him, I will definitely admit that that has been my benefit is him being such a great coach for me because he has definitely communicated in such a way that I receive it in love, yes. And he is patient. I'm. I'm not as patient. I'm not as long suffering. But his process and watching how he has done it, how he has been committed to the process with me, it has softened me. It has caused That's me good. to humble myself more in different situations. Uh, not be so quick to respond or react. I mean, you know, in marriage, there are different things that come up that cause you still to go back. Yep. But for the most part, on a consistent basis, he is consistent. He is consistent in how he responds.
1: And 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 then the second time around, what I didn't have the first time around was a mentor. Yep.
2: I was about to ask about
1: that. Yeah. I, I didn't have a spiritual mentor where I can really just be transparent and yeah. say, dude, this lady is absolutely out of her mind. Yep. Yep. And he can say, okay. <laughs> so now, where do we go from here? Right. Because there's no exit but death. Yeah. And so having this Oh, life, that's good. You know, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man. Where do
2: we go from here because there's no exit but death.
1: death? Not divorce. No. Nope. But to death do that's we right. part.
0: And that's the mentor, Pastor Bobby Gibson. Yep.
1: And 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 and, and we talk often a beast. We talk often, but again, I didn't have that in my first marriage. So if if a brother is trying to get married, you got to have a mentor. I don't care what nobody say. I was not an advocate of mentorship back in the past because I knew everything. You couldn't tell me nothing. But now that I have a mentor, I can have a small problem. It could be so weak as water. I'm going to call and ask him for a solution because if I do it, it may not go right with her. Yep. Or whatever the situation may be. So having this mentor has helped me along with this process of, because remember, in order to coach, you have to want to or be coachable. Yep. And so I'm coachable so I can coach. Yeah. You know what I mean? So having a coach or a mentor in, in our marriage, and we've been to him several times. Where he said, you know, y'all crazy. Both of y'all crazy. <laughs> he said, y'all go see God and figure it out.
2: So, Tisha, people see you on social media. You're, you're a clown. Uh, You're a straight-up clown. By nature. Exactly. And I look at people that are so comical, and I always say that, you know, I have a tendency to believe that behind the comical stuff, they had to be delivered from some deep pain. And so I would be remiss if I didn't touch on that. Um, What am I accurate in, in, in saying that this new and you've been like this for quite some time, mm-hmm. but this is a new person. Like you just silly, you funny, you comical, you make up your own dictionary. You got these crazy vocabulary. Uh-huh. You just, just the crazy. Yeah. The teach-ionary. the teach-ionary. Uh-huh. And so you're like, here's this beautiful woman, <laughs> talented, you. but silly. Yeah. Just straight up silly. <laughs> so what, what is this pain that, that, that birth this person that says, I'm going to laugh.
0: Well, a lot of it had to do with my first marriage. Um, you'll be one of the first ones to hear, I am writing a book about my first marriage. It's yay. Called, yeah, <laughs> with my husband's support. Thank That's God. Dope.
2: Why um, you say yay real quick?
1: Because I've told her that she had a story anyway, mm-hmm. and, and I still say there's another part of her that she's going to graduate from.
2: When writing uh, that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I've told her when I first met her. He
2: did. Oh, you did? Way back then.
0: Yeah, he did. And
2: it's taken you seven years to take heat.
1: Well, not the book part. Yeah. The book part was in the process, but there's another T-shirt that <clears throat> I have not seen yet and I haven't heard yet.
2: And God showed that, showed that to you. It's coming. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, there it is.
0: Well, the first marriage caused a lot of pain, and the title of the book is How to Get Rid of a Man. And basically what it's saying is if you follow what I did in my first marriage, you're getting rid of a man also. Mm, mm, mm. So, um, it was a lot of pain because I was very rebellious. I was young, immature, uh, and did a lot of just off the top of my head responding, which was not good. Uh, not having wise counsel all the time. Um, being left to myself with thoughts and didn't have standards, didn't have a lot of people in my ear to give me godly direction through the process that was assisting in bettering the relationship. Now I did get some uh, assistance, but it was more of a demise conversation. So I'll say that pain in that process, because I told you earlier, my, uh, process was I needed quality time. I needed quality time. But my marriage had turned into who can out not love the other person mm, the most. Mm, 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 became a com- a competition of who could out not love the other person. And so that was very painful. Very, very painful. And um, so that's that's what I learned from. And when I talk about it, I still get emotional. And that's why it's taken so long to write. Because it's still very painful. It's been hard to look at myself and all of the things that I practiced. I practiced a lot of wrong and hurt. And so my goal is for women to see themselves and run from that. Anything that looks like rebellion or um, lack of submission or being afraid to humble yourself or be uh, vulnerable. Those were things I ran from. Where now I'm practicing those things. I'm practicing being honest and open and sharing and making sure my husband hears my heart and being receptive to his heart. And that's why I appreciate him so much because he's patient. Because I come still with all of those things. And he loves me anyway. And that's why I love him It's because he hangs in there with me.
2: Do you know how powerful this book is going to be? You don't go through that many years of pain, the 14 years before meeting your promise, yeah. the seven years of after he's speaking, this is what you're going to do. It's a lot of years of wisdom and knowledge and lived experience and people are going to be set free and delivered from each page of the book as they're flipping and reading that God is going to be healing broken girls' hearts because it's a lot of brokenness that we take into Mm. marriage. There's a lot of brokenness that we take into a boyfriend relationship or an engagement. And these (laughs) things don't even materialize. I've talked to people like, yeah, I've been engaged three times, Mm. but I don't think we don't realize why, yeah. you know, why, why did you accept the proposal? And then why didn't it manifest itself? Like, right. well, we just wasn't ready. No, what does that really mean? Right. Right. And when you do, you weren't ready. What was the work that needed to take place in you internally? And in that mate, you know, um, and then for God Cause like y'all both weren't ready. And yeah. then God said, I'm going to make y'all ready. Right. But he yes. made y'all ready with each other That's right because he knew that his purpose had to be fulfilled in See, we all have these individual purposes, and then we have this collective purpose. Right. And so, this is that collective purpose. And because he's undergirding your your ministry and saying, "Listen, this is what God has destined for you to do." Yeah. Now, he's given you didn't have the wind beneath your wings before, well, and now he's undergirding that and said, "Baby, fly, well, fly." I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, hey, I'm a, help. Right. I'm gonna <laughs> give you the wind. I'm yeah. gonna let you fly, yes. fly. Amen. And that's when someone is not intimidated by his woman, somebody that's not trying to stifle your success, right. he's saying, "Baby." I want when I look at these pictures and I look into the eyes of this person, mm. I want that. Mm. And, and, and I, I need this creativity. I need what you offer. And if and if I allow you to go to the grave without fulfilling the purpose that God showed me wow. that you're supposed to accomplish, then I didn't do my work as a husband. Good. I didn't do my work as a husband. Amen. When I started studying the etymology of husband. I learned that the word husband means householder, and so a husband is supposed to hold that house together. But oftentimes we have been deceived into thinking that the woman is supposed to hold the house together. What kind of foundation is that? You know, the men are the foundation. You're supposed to be able. He's supposed to be able to build up his household on him, on his back, and we have it all twisted and turned all upside down. So it's beautiful to see that you're saying, "Hey, listen. Now, once you say my husband did this, he did this. I didn't like him. He he talked to me crazy. You said I had to look at myself." And it hurts me to see the type of woman that I was. Mm. But not only are you sitting there coming to this uh, knowledge, you said, I'm going to do something about it. If you want to follow, if you want to lose a man, follow what I did. Right. Right. You're going to find yourself right there with, with, mm-hmm. with me. But if you want to have your purpose partner.
1: Amen. You know, as a football coach, track coach, you know, we we train our athletes to do things our and, way, our way. Yeah. Well, female bro, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. it, it would never happen because now you you've taken you're taking God out of, out of the whole equation. Yes, and so now you won't get the best of her. You'll get what you have um what's left of her. So I want the best. Stop.
2: Of- you said you won't get the best of her. You'll get what's left of her.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. what's left of her. And so and what God has for you from her, bro, it's it's. 10 times more okay. you can ever imagine. can't even imagine. You can't even imagine. I mean, I'm talking about in all areas of life. Come on, somebody.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I felt you right there. You didn't have to say it, but I felt you. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I felt a release in that atmosphere. Come on, well, oh, well, 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 well. You got to be a good steward, brother.
1: You got to be a good steward. <laughs> Gotta be a good story. <laughs> that's real.
2: Yeah. That is so real. And that's what I feel like is lacking in marriages. Do y'all ever talk about y'all's marriages? Like, do y'all ever talk to people and couples and stuff oh, like that? Oh, a Man. Yes. man. We, yeah. our
0: house has kind of turned into a little a session. Place. Yeah, little safe good. safe place. Yeah. But but that's what we create as a safe space. They know that whatever is said is there stand but Good. we're gonna deal with the truth. We're yes. not because we talk very openly about. Yes. So we have to be real with.
2: Because I was about to say, y'all need to do that. Y'all need to do. Some, y'all need to do some uh, premarital classes and all that. I think y'all be
0: amazing mm. uh, coaches for pre medical
2: because that's just because y'all real like this. That's why I said the power in the second time around it is, is that you not because every time y'all say something, y'all go back and say, this is what I learned. Yes. This is what I learned. Yes. This is what I learned. Thank you all so much for joining the uh, the podcast today. Um, are y'all active on social media? Yes. All right. So what's the best place for people to reach you? <laughs> Hold on. She, she you, said. You,
0: you asked that question as if. <laughs> <laughs> So do I need to share the social media? Yeah, the platforms? social media.
2: Yeah, the social media handles. Okay. Do you communicate with them on Instagram and Facebook and all this stuff?
0: Yes, on on Facebook, I'm Letitia Owens. That's L-E-T-I-T-I-A Owens. And I'm, then I'm, on, I'm, I'm
2: gonna put I'm gonna put it on the screen. Okay.
0: And then yeah. on Instagram, you can follow me at Tisha Owens. T-I-T-I-A Owens. That's I, said, I,
2: said I was gonna put it on the screen.
0: Yeah. And then <laughs> um, you can follow me on Twitter at simply tisha that's s-i-m-p-l-y-t-i-t-i-a and so yeah you can follow tisha, me you don't have
2: to keep spelling it. i keep saying i'm gonna put it on the screen
0: okay and so then my husband has social media honey do you want to share those you want me to share those i think you can do it okay okay so my husband he is on instagram uh, at john wayne owens j wayne is how it's spelled J-W-A-Y-N-E Owens and then he al- he also mm-hmm. has his media production Owens Media production. Productions LLC you can follow that on Instagram uh-huh. and then on Facebook there's J-Wayne owens j-w-a-y-n-e owens and then fortified leaders you can follow that also (laughs) on facebook fortified fortified leaders you can follow those platforms and stay connected with us and find out more oh i forgot to tell this one we have a couple's page it's called jt the love story that's good jt the love story so you can follow more about our personal life on that
2: (laughs) y'all need to get a youtube channel have y'all gotten a youtube channel no no Get a YouTube channel since he does video. Get a YouTube channel so y'all can start recording these relationship talks, it. and y'all can have your own podcast and all that stuff. Because I'm telling y'all, y'all are a wealth of knowledge, and I just love like y'all are. You know, they say opposites attract. Mm-hmm. It's like y'all are opposites, but then y'all are so similar. It's yes. like this. It's it's it's, it's beautiful. I, it's, it's it's a beautiful thing that God did here. And so yeah, y'all, I want to encourage y'all to do podcasts, do videos, do something, and just talk to Thank the community you, because I think y'all. Have a wealth of information. Did he to have share. a
0: word for us, honey? Did he have a word for us? Was yeah. that a word?
2: that was a word. Do, sir. You yeah. to produce the show? But go
0: ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> there it is. There it is. He said, produce the show. <laughs> Armani, you do a job. <laughs> uh, but yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all are great. Thank y'all so much. Thank I you. enjoyed Thank having you. y'all. It, sir. And Yay. y'all give it up for the Owens on the Dear Future Wifey podcast. Let me tell you, I really enjoyed talking to Leticia and Jay Wayne Uh, Before they left, they felt led to pray for me and cover me on this journey And I really appreciate them for taking the time out to hear the voice of God I believe that the greatest thing that you can share with an individual is the gift of prayer So I don't take that lightly Dear Future Wifey for those of us who are not in relationships, the holidays seem to serve as a chilly reminder of our singleness. The cold winter months cause me to yearn for the warmth of your heart. I look forward to the moments we'll share a bundle together and you jokingly irritating me with your cold feet against my legs after I've accomplished regulating my body to the right temperature under our thousand thread count sateen sheets. There's nothing like your company. Whether we're sitting in absolute silence working on our laptops or laughing and joking around or intimately singing worship songs to our Heavenly Father with tears streaming down our cheeks, your presence is the greatest present. Your calm spirit is so soothing in a world of chaos. Baby, be patient. I believe this may be the last Christmas we'll spend without each other. Your future hubby. Thank you for listening to the Dear Future Wifey podcast. Remember, be lit, live intentionally and transparently, and don't stop loving. Make sure to subscribe to our Dear Future Wifey YouTube channel. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and
1: Stitcher. We welcome your support. Simply share our podcast with your friends and family.